another K-12 school indoctrination bill coming through the Illinois sewage pipeline. Illinois Democrats are hell-bent on passing a new law, the REACH Act, that will require every school-aged child in Illinois public schools to be introduced to homosexuality and cross-sex impersonation through mandatory comprehensive sex ed. To be clear, that's every child from kindergarten on up and in every school year. That's in addition to all the other pro-LGBTQ stuff in which leftists are drowning children via, well, the culturally responsive teaching and leading standards, the LGBT school indoctrination law, the homosexuality-affirming anti-bullying law passed in 2010, and the novels, plays, movies, essays, and articles teachers are already choosing to teach. Every year, the amount of time and number of contexts in which positive images and ideas about homosexuality and cross-sex impersonation, topics that no adult other than parents should introduce to children or teens, grows. Leftists have been planting a dark, impenetrable forest while self-neutering conservatives fret about the trash tree they just bumped into and left standing. Can conservatives not yet see the forest? Leftists have their gimlet eyes always focused on the big picture as they play the long game to rule the country undemocratically. And they know the big picture depends on shaping the hearts and minds of children. While conservatives dismiss the little offenses and fume briefly about the big offenses against decency, morality, and truth, Leftists continue their march through every institution that shapes culture, including our schools, which create our future culture makers, or as we learned in 2020, our culture destroyers. Illinois made the national press recently for the youth mind grab called the Culturally Responsive Teaching and Leading Standards that require teacher training programs, all professional licensure for school staff, all in-house professional development, and all classrooms to be infused with leftist beliefs about race, homosexuality, and cross-sex impersonation. That amendment will be decided in just a few days by a rules committee of 12 lawmakers controlled by leftists. Meanwhile, here comes the REACH Act, which will enable leftists to reach deeper into the hearts and minds of impressionable children in order to shape their feelings and beliefs about sexuality under the viperish guise of protecting children. IFI warned about this bill when it was first introduced last year. If passed, this legislation will require that leftist-created comprehensive sexuality indoctrination be mandated in Illinois starting in kindergarten. Currently, sex education is not required in Illinois, but if it is offered, the only type of curriculum that can be used is leftist comprehensive sex ed. That's thanks to a 2013 law, but more on that shortly. Here are some morsels from the REACH Act, and I quote, It is the intent of the General Assembly that comprehensive sex ed shall, that means must, promote awareness and healthy attitudes about gender identity, gender expression, and sexual orientation, and must be available to students in kindergarten through 12th grade, end quote. Since when did it become the job of public school teachers to promote 
awareness of homosexuality and cross-sex impersonation? And when did it become their job to promote healthy attitudes about homosexuality and cross-sex impersonation? Who decides what constitutes a healthy attitude toward those phenomena? And on what criteria are such judgments made? Here's another morsel. Comprehensive sex ed in kindergarten through second grade must include instruction on the following topics, human anatomy, gender roles, and varying family structures, end quote. Discussing human sexual anatomy in co-ed K-12 classes is yet one more way for our culture to dissolve feelings of modesty in young children just as those feelings are beginning to develop. Leftists view that as a good thing. Discussions of gender roles and of varying family structures are ways of introducing little ones to transcultic beliefs and homosexuality. The third point says, Comprehensive sex ed in the third through fifth grades shall, that is must, include information about diverse sexual orientations, gender identities, and gender expressions, and an examination of the harm caused by gender role stereotypes, end quote. No requirement that all competing views of sexual orientation be included or that criticism of gender theory be included. No requirement that materials be presented that challenge the idea that all gender role stereotypes are socially constructed and imposed. No requirement that materials be presented that espouse the idea that gender role stereotypes emerge organically from a recognition of sexual differentiation. No requirement that materials be presented that discuss the possible ways gender role stereotypes may serve a healthy cultural function. No requirement that materials be included that argue that leftist gender theory is socially constructed and is being imposed with little to no public discussion. No requirement that materials be presented to students on the social contagion that afflicts mostly adolescent girls called rapid-onset gender dysphoria. No requirement that materials on desistance and detransitioning be presented. Here's another point from the REACH Act, and I quote, Comprehensive sex ed must include discussion about sexting with 8- to 10-year-olds, end quote. Leftists may be unaware of the many 8- to 10-year-olds who have never heard of sexting, never heard of porn, and don't have cell phones. In those many cases, the passage of this law would mean the government would be introducing these young children to sexting. The innocence of their children that, at great effort and vigilance, parents have been able to preserve in the midst of this sex-saturated and defiling culture, the government would steal. And here's one last point that I'm going to discuss about the REACH Act, and I quote it. Comprehensive sex ed may not use stigmatizing or shame-based instructional tools or stigmatize parenting or sexually active youth, may not employ gender stereotypes, you know, like saying only girls menstruate or only boys have penises, and may not teach or promote any religious doctrine, end quote. In other words, schools must express only one judgment on homosexual behavior cross-sex identification, and same-sex parenting, and that is approval. So what happens when the next sexual lobby gets their sexual identity added to the law books? 
What happens when, say, polyamorists are successful in having polyamory added in law as a sexual orientation, as they already seek to do? This bill, the REACH Act, follows the aforementioned comprehensive sex ed law passed in 2013. That bill required that any school that has a sex ed curricula in any grade must use only comprehensive sex ed, no abstinence-based sex ed. The bill's sponsors argued that the law was needed to reduce the number of STIs and unintended pregnancies among minors. But then they provided zero research proving that comprehensive sex ed achieves those goals better than abstinence-based curricula. And no Republican demanded such research. The one good thing in the 2013 comprehensive sex ed law was that schools were left free not to offer any sex ed at all. Well, that was then, and this is now. The wolves waited for seven years, and now they've pounced. Those little ones are so tender and tasty. Last week, a video went viral of a justifiably enraged father taking a school board to task for the way his district was mishandling the education of children during the pandemic. Why haven't there been an army of enraged fathers and mothers in Illinois taking school boards, administrations, and lawmakers to task for promoting evil ideas to their children using their money? Why haven't pastors and priests told parents that training their children up in the way they should go must never include even one positive teaching about homosexuality or cross-sex impersonation? Why haven't churches made it possible for their members to remove their children from the ideological cesspools that self-identify as schools? And why are Christian teachers calling boys by female pronouns or saying nothing to oppose the sexual integration of children's private spaces? This is how leftists work. Slowly they come, step by step, prepared for the wails of conservatives full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Leftists bide their time, knowing the annoying sound and fury will shortly abate. Exhausted, conservatives will go home, abandoning all that messy, unpleasant opposition to the culture unmaking of leftists. Conservatives won't organize, they won't persevere, and the ones who do are alone and isolated because the masses of conservatives don't want to do the hard work of culture-making. They don't want to say or do anything too public that may affect their reputation in the neighborhood or their careers or their children's GPA. Even if they have the time and money to educate their children outside of government schools, they don't want the hassle or expense. They don't want to sacrifice those fantastic athletic and arts opportunities public schools offer. And they certainly don't want to turn down a Big Ten or Ivy education for their children, even if they, the parents, are feeding the very beasts who are destroying the bodies and minds of their children and freedom for people of faith in America. There is no tiny sliver of the hearts, souls, and minds of Illinois school children that presumptuous Illinois lawmakers will allow to remain untouched by corrosive leftist beliefs on sexuality. And there is no child that presumptuous Illinois lawmakers view as too young to be exposed to those corrosive beliefs. Wail all you want, my conservative friends. Big Brother's minions are patient. They'll wait for the wailing to cease. They see in the distance a glorious time when whaling will be illegal.